expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 27 points this morning from yesterday's close at 13,108 on turnover of 2.5 billion NT. The market closed slightly lower on Wednesday as government-led funds were believed to have intervened to lend support to the local main board during ongoing global volatility. However, Taiwan semiconductor manufacturing still saw its share price fall below 400 NT for the first time in more than two years. Defense Minister Chiu Guochen says the military will not purchase any more Teslas, following comments by Elon Musk last week that the island should become a Chinese special administrative zone. Speaking at a legislative hearing, Cho told lawmakers that the military currently owns seven Tesla Model 3s and 12 other electric vehicles, which were acquired from local car maker Luxgen brand eCars for environmental reasons. Cho says if the decision to purchase the Teslas is causing any concern, the defense ministry will not buy any more of those cars. Deputy Chief of Staff of Logistics Major General Xu Jingteng says all the Teslas used by the military had their eight cameras disabled for security reasons. The opening ceremony of the WBSC Under-23 Baseball World Cup takes place this evening at the Tianmu Stadium in Taipei. The ceremony begins at 5.45 p.m. and will be followed by the opening game at 6.30 when Taiwan meets Colombia. The 12 teams are participating in the Under-23 Baseball World Cup, which begins with a two-group round-robin stage, and the top three teams from each group advance to the next round. Taiwan is in Group A, with Colombia, Germany, Japan, South Africa, and defending champion Venezuela. Group B consists of Australia, Cuba, South Korea, Mexico, the Netherlands, and Puerto Rico. Games will be played at the Tianmu Stadium in Taipei and Taichung Intercontinental Stadium and the Doliu Stadium in Yunling County. In international news, North Korea says leader Kim Jong-un has supervised tests of long-range cruise missiles, which he described as a successful demonstration of his military's expanding nuclear strike capabilities and readiness for actual war. The comments were carried in state media today. North Korea's official Korean Central News Agency said the two missiles during Wednesday's tests flew for nearly three hours above its western seas and showed that they can hit targets 2,000 kilometers away. 
Kim, after the tests, praised the readiness of his nuclear combat forces, which he said were fully prepared for actual war, to bring enemies under their control at a blow. The test on Wednesday extended a record number of weapons demonstrations this year by North Korea. South Korean officials say Kim may also conduct a nuclear test in the coming weeks or months. And members of the United Nations General Assembly have overwhelmingly passed a resolution condemning Russia's annexation of four Ukrainian territories. The vote comes after Russia vetoed a similar resolution at the UN Security Council late last month. William Denslow reports from the UN headquarters in New York. Ahead of the vote, U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield said a vote in favour of the resolution would send a strong message that the international community won't tolerate a nation's territory being taken by force. The vote was emphatic. 143 nations in favour of the resolution, 5 against and 35 abstaining. Russia's U.N. Ambassador accused the West of twisting the arms of U.N. members to obtain votes. China abstained, its representative stating that this UN vote doesn't align with its objectives of seeing a peaceful resolution to the conflict. William Denzelow, New York. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.